Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Ugh. Oh, I got five minutes. Oh, cool. Almost my birthday. Almost my birthday. Oh, God. All right. Happy birthday to me. Let's get a finer line here. <laughs> oh, happy birthday to me. Thank you to all my friends who showed up. Cage movies, the crown, the party. Oh, there's another one. Party hats, the carrot cake someone left for me in the door and just left it out in the dirt. Cage Pillow, Cage, Travolta. You're all here. <laughs> Thanks for showing up, guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'll talk about Bangkok Dangerous on my birthday. I'm going to wait on that one. I'm going to sober up a bit. <sighs> I got coke all over my fucking leg. That's all over the place. I'm in a mess. Make a wish. Okay. Uh, since there's no one really here, I can say it out loud. Um, uh, this one's got the label on it still, the wrapper. I don't want to take it off. It's hard. I want freedom. I want freedom for my birthday. Ow, Coke everywhere. Ow. Please come true. Please give me freedom. Oh, I dropped a candle on the Coke. Shit. Since there's only one candle, I, I guess it's my first birthday, so... I can't finish it. It's too thick. I'm too sad. <laughs> Why am I sad? All my friends are here. Oh, two more minutes. All right. All right. Oh, I'm gonna, that one's empty. I need to grab this one. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I've got plenty of lube, though. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Wow, oh, it doesn't make the noise. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> oh, man.
and cage and I got the nightclub. Okay, it's began. It's been almost a year since I watched these movies and passed the fuck out uh, right before my birthday and fucking missed it somehow. But I'm contractually obligated to talk about Bangkok Dangerous, 2000 versus 2008 or 1999, whatever you want to call the original. Point is, watched them both about a year ago. I'm still... I. I I'm still hungover from that. I'm drinking coffee nonstop for about a year. To no avail. So I figured I'd just get this out of the way. Um, so I watched the original, Bangkok Dangerous. And the remake, Bangkok Dangerous. Directed by Oxy, Oxide and Danny Pang. And I did make fun of the, those guys before when I did my review for that. That girl from Twilight. She's in another horror movie. And so that's my only relationship with these directors was I went to a screening of that movie in when I was living down in Mississippi and the movie was so bad and stupid that when it ended, I was with a group of about eight people. All of us were laughing. The entire theater was laughing and we're just like, what the fuck was that? It was so stupid to the point where non-movie folk were still angry. That's how bad it was. So I made a thing of like never watch a movie directed by someone named Ox. I already forgot. Oxide. I almost said Oxford. That's way too way too uh, fancy for, for this guy. Um, because this original has a lot of rape and murder. That's why I say fancy. Um, Oxford's a bit too fancy for a guy that does that sort of stuff in a movie. Anyway, um, so this is going to be kind of a, a quick versus episode. I'm, I'm too hungover to really go into detail about the movies. So let's just kind of do a, a brief overlay of the movies. They both star a hitman who's in Bangkok, and he has to kill four targets. I believe they're both four. I haven't seen these in a while. I skimmed through them. I just had to rewatch this one, but I was kind of checked out. I don't really like this movie that much. His hair is, is a big part of that, but also just the movie itself. Um, in this one, our main character, Joe, is deaf and mute. So he can't speak or hear, and he's an assassin. And that seems like a bad idea. And this one, they were like, that was a bad idea. Let's go ahead and change that so that Joe is fine. But the, the woman from the pharmacist he meets in both movies, she's fine in this one. She's the deaf mute one in this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this the whole time, so just so you know. Probably should have taken the discs out so they don't in front of the mic, but whatever. I also don't feel like putting on the, the, the usual mic I have. I'm in my podcast setup, so fuck it. Fuck it, right? Moving on. So she's deaf mute in this one. It creates an interesting scene where they get attacked and she, uh, Nick Cage has to kill a couple guys 
and it's really artistic the way they did it. And she doesn't hear it. She just feels the blood splatter on her, and she's like, ah. But in this one, they just get grabbed from behind, and then he has to kill him, and she runs away. And it's way more basic. But I feel like for this one, they're like, all right, we can't have him be deaf and mute, because that doesn't make any sense, because he wouldn't survive that long. So they fix that. But this does answer the age-old question. Does, any, does every movie get better if you put Nick Cage in it? It does not. I give this one a 4 out of 10. I give this one a 6 out of 10. Good, not great. Especially for it's their first movie. It's really low budget. It's got... It reminds me... I mean, it says right on the thing. Equal parts John Woo and Quentin Tarantino. That's not incorrect. They're clearly inspired by those two guys. Um, but there's a lot of like 90s violence in it and it just feels so out of place in some some parts like there's a rape in here there's no rape in this but most of the time the movies kind of go side by side the exceptions are this one has like narration by him and he's just a really stoic character who doesn't say a lot he's a real asshole to kong kong is in both movies kong's a lot cooler in this but kong's a lot better actor in this like this guy's plays kong in this movie and the nick cage one is fucking awesome i don't know his name i could look it up but i'm not going to but that guy is awesome. Why is he not in a lot more stuff? He's a good-looking dude, and he can really act. And they kill Kong in this. Kong and the, and the, the stripper, right? The, the dancer. And then but this, I don't remember what happens as a stripper dancer, but Kong lives, and he's kind of... They have the exact same ending. The, our hero puts the gun to his head and shoots himself through his fourth target and kills them both. And then this one, Kong is kind of standing there by the water, just like, yeah, that was, that was crazy, but I survived. This one's Kong fucking dead. Kong's fucking dead. So, a lot of differences. There's a cool opening tracking shot of blood going down tile. And it kind of tied in later. That's one of the four uh, targets he has. There's a, that's a lot of cool, there's a lot of cool stuff like that in here. This one is an action movie. They got Nick Cage and they said, let's make an action movie. And it's just like explosions. They blow up Cage's house that he's renting. They blow up everything. There's a big boat chase sequence where they're shooting in public. And you can tell the budget is just crazy higher than this. And it kind of works to the movie's detriment because it's just an ordinary run-of-the-mill action movie. Compared to this, which is action... I, I, I almost prefer that they have no budget because the action is... Uh, they, they do it correctly. They do it when they need to, when they can afford it. To highlight the movie. To give, give it those peaks. And, and in here, it's just like... Peek, 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 peek. And you're like, I, I don't give a shit. It's not special anymore. So I kind of like how minimalistic this one is. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a guy that usually goes, the, the remakes are always shitty. But this, in this particular example, I agree with that. Insomnia is, is a original movie, original foreign movie that got remade here well, with Christopher Nolan. But I like the Nolan one more. I also really enjoy the first one, the, the original one. Uh, but the remake is just undoubtedly better. That's got a lot more going on in it. Uh, not so much in this case. I like the characters a lot more in this, with the exception of Kong. Kong is awesome in this. Other than that, I don't give a shit about any of these people. When he meets the pharmacist and she's deaf and mute and he's just like trying to talk to her, but he doesn't know her language. He doesn't know what she's saying. She has to have He has to have the mom translate. It's awkward, and it makes you feel like, what is he getting out of this other than she's not running away creeped out by you? That's all I'm getting. This hair should scare you away. It is disturbing hair. It's like this weird slick back pitch black mullet type thing i don't know what the fuck is going on here i own this on blu-ray so i get to watch it in glorious blu-ray 
and uh, it's got a digital copy as well, which I'm going to enjoy from time to time. This one just has a DVD. I can't find this on Blu-ray. But uh, overall, I, I guess I just want to say, no, just no. Movies do not get better if you just add Nick Cage in it. Because if this movie had Nick Cage in it, it would not have been better. Because it's this. Even if they didn't change anything from this and just made this with Nick Cage, it still wouldn't be better. It feels forced. All his narration describing how he works and, and working with Kong and you, you don't get paid. That stuff is kind of interesting, but I've seen it a thousand times. I don't need to see it again. You come alone where you don't get paid. If I call and you don't answer, you don't get paid. If I tell you to be somewhere and you are a minute late, you don't get paid. You don't get paid for today. Why not? Ran from the police. If you ask me one more question. And I won't get paid. I know that. It's not terrible. It's not unwatchable. It's just not my kind of movie. This is more my kind of movie. Um, I don't know what else to say. There's really nothing else going on in this movie. There's a cool water. Like they have a bunch of water bottles in the back of a warehouse. And they're shooting between them. That's kind of cool. I guess if you're into that. And then the ending is, is kind of cool. They're, in this one, they're just sitting on the ground with the cops pointing their guns at him and he shoots the bullet through him. In this one, they're in the back of a car and he does it and the car just backs up and hits, hits something. But I, after that, I, I, I don't really have anything else to say about this. I put this review up for so long because I was like, fuck these movies. I'm hungover. I don't want to do this. Oh, man. Get some more coffee because I don't know what else to say. As far as ratings go, with the Nick Cage versus the Nick Cage movie, because there's two different ones, Nick Cage is kind of boring in this. He's kind of subdued. He's the, I don't want to say quiet, but he's stoic. He's stoic Cage. I, I forget my categories now because it's been so long since I've done this show that um, quiet Cage, I guess. Quiet Cage. I, yeah. He doesn't scream. He doesn't freak out. He doesn't lose his shit. He's just action man. In an action movie. And that's all he is. He's kind of boring to watch. This He shouldn't be in this movie. He doesn't need to be here. Why is he here? I don't know. This must have been during the whole I need my money back sort of thing. With the taxes and all that. Um, I don't know. I could see why he would do it. Because he gets to go to Bangkok. Shoot a movie. Cool. Great. Fun. But why did they choose Nick Cage to be in this movie? It's beyond me. And then not utilize the Nick Cage in the movie. That's the biggest crime here. But the original is the one you want to watch. It's kind of hard to find. I had to buy the DVD on uh, Amazon. It's definitely better. I appreciate it more. <clears throat> There's a really brutal scene where the this kid... I thought it was the backstory on how he lost his hearing. There's a bunch of kids are throwing rocks at him. It hits him in the back of the head. And he's like, the kid's holding his head like this. And they're chasing him like, yeah, we did it. We fucked him up. I was like, oh, that's how he lost his hearing. And then today... I started like skimming through it just like, so you know, I have to talk about it. So I started skimming through it and I'm like, wait, wait. And I watched that scene. And I'm like, he's mute too. How the, no, that has nothing to do with the actual, his actual problems. Cause he wasn't five, lost his hearing by a rock and then forgot how to speak as well. Cause he just can't speak at all. So I, that's, that was just the way I saw it the first time. Not realizing that didn't make any sense. That's on me. Shame on me. Anyway, I don't know if my ratings are still on the screen. I don't know. I haven't done one of these in a while, so I'm a little out of practice. But I just don't give a shit. I just don't give a shit about these movies. 
The next movie I am doing, though, is Between Worlds, which was also shot about six to eight months ago. So I had to do this one first before I could start editing all that shit. So we're going to start doing that. And these will eventually be like every third week. It's live on YouTube, youtube.com slash Wonderland. They did move me um, to a new studio um, kind of after I passed out and woke up the next day or two days later, whatever it was. Uh, they just took me in the night, and now here I am. I think all the episodes are going to be shot here from now on. I don't know. I hope they plan on keeping me here for a little bit because I'm sick of moving around. They keep they keep the stuff they use to make me pass out. I think it's the date rape stuff. I don't know anything about the date rape stuff, but it it feels like someone date raped me when they when they took me and kidnapped me and moved me over to the other house. I can see out the window this time though. That's kind of nice. I can see a, a brick wall. It's just a flat brick wall. That's all I can see, and it's not very fun to look at. But I have it's something. I can look out the windows now, and it's not a tiny little fenced-in yard that they kept me in last time with the electric shocking fence and the, and the barbed wire and the attack dogs that were all around. But anyway, um, this is much nicer, so I appreciate this. So thanks, guys. Thanks, whoever has me kidnapped. I'm starting to really suspect I know who it was that kidnapped me. Anyway, I was contractually obligated to talk about Bangkok Dangerous, unfortunately, so I did it. I, I fulfilled my contract. Let's be done now. Don't watch the this one. Watch this one. Don't watch this one. Watch this one instead. Because everything you're going to get out of this, you're going to get out of this and more. This has a lot of stuff this doesn't that is nice to watch and fun to watch and artistic. The, this the the cage remake just felt like they're trying to be too artistic, and it, it some of it works, some of it doesn't. The scene where she's you know he's get he's shooting the guys behind her and she gets a blood splash on her, kind of artistic, kind of cool. I've seen it before, but not in this context exactly. I'm gonna get out of here. So here's my ratings again, or for the first time, depending on how I do this. And that there you go. There's my cage cage in the movie, and then the movie. There's two different things. One is how good Cage was. One is how good the movie is. I haven't done this in a very long time. I'm very out of practice, but I'm getting back to it. So here I am. Here I am, world. Here I am, Cage. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizen. So long, Cage. Do you like my episode two of Nick Cage cast cosplay that I'm wearing right now? thought I'd go old school with this. I haven't worn this shirt in a long time because I'm too fat for it now. But... Stop feeding me so much pizza, guys. Stop it. Bye, citizens. Bye, Cage.